required watching where we watch the essential films from list of cinematic influencers and look at them the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. I'm your host Trey Epps and this movie is about a futuristic city sharply divided between the working class and the city planners. The son of the city's mastermind falls in love with a working class prophet who predicts the coming of a savior to mediate their differences. This movie is directed by Fritz Lang and it's starring Alfred, Alfred Abel, Gustav Froelich, Rudolf Klein Rogue Raj, and Brigitte Helm. This is Metropolis. And if you haven't seen Metropolis, what are you doing? Stop right now and go into my, my the description or whatever. There will be a link to watch the film. Uh, it's one of the films that I think, in terms of talking about German expressionism, this is the movie that we're talking about. Um, this, among a few others, is the exception of all of it. And I think that it's worth checking out. Yes, it's long. Yes, it's... Yeah, just check it out. The impact of Metropolis on the world of cinema is immense and far-reaching. Here are some key aspects of its impact. In terms of like visual influence, Metropolis has had a profound impact on the visual aesthetic of science fiction and dystopian films. Its towering, its towering cityscapes, intricate machinery, and striking use of light and shadows have influenced countless filmmakers that have shaped the visual language of the genre. The film's iconic Im imagery, such as the, uh, the robot Maria, and the Metropolis skyline have become iconic cultural references. Yes, that's right. A lot of the, the, the futuristic, the, the future that we all uh, uh, seen, uh, you know, throughout the decades, all kind of stem back from Metropolis and the way they've depicted what the future was meant to be like. Without this movie, we wouldn't have things like, you know, the Jetsons, for example. Is that a, a terrible example? Do people know what the Jetsons are anymore? Anyways, moving on. Metropolis introduced groundbreaking special effects and innovative uh, techniques that pushed the boundaries of what was possible in filmmaking in the 1920s. This film uses miniatures, matte paintings, and optical effects pa that paved the way for future advancements in visual storytelling and influenced generations of filmmakers. That's right, those little TikToks or Instagram videos or YouTube reels or whatever they're called. Uh, where they show like Charlie Chaplin, I you know, uh, roller skating, and it looks like he's about to fall off a, 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 you know, I'll fall off a building, and yet it zooms out, and you see that it's just painted on. Yes, that like like things like that. It, before computers existed, I think you need to understand technology was crazy then. Anyways, Metropolis also delves into themes of class struggle and social inequality and the dehumanizing effects of industrialization industrialization uh it its exploration of these issues has made it a touchstone for social commentary and film inspiring subsequent works that, that tackle similar themes the film's portrayal of divided society and the consequences of unchecked power continues to resonate with audiences offering timeless insights into the human condition metropolis has inspired what not inspired but like influenced filmmakers throughout the decades Ridley Scott, George Lucas, Stanley Kubrick, Terry Gillum, 
uh, all acknowledge that this film is part of of, of their influence. Uh, it, it can be seen in films like Blade Runner, Star Wars, Clockwork Orange, and, and Brazil. Yeah, my example of the Jetsons was terrible. <laughs> Due to the initial mixed reception of uh, mixed reception and subsequent alterations, Metropolis suffered from fragmented versions and lost footage for many years. However, dedicated restoration effects have been made to recover and reconstruct the film for its original uh, intended form. These restoration projects have allowed audiences to experience the film in a more complete and cohesive way, ensuring its legacy endures. In terms of its so uh, cultural significance, I'm not sure if we can say Metropolis is just a film. It's a touchstone that has transcended time and borders. It's a film that came out in 1920, or the 1920s. It's its exploration of social, uh, societal divisions, technological, technological advancements, and the human spirit's resilience has resonated with audiences worldwide, and it continues to do so. The film's themes and, visual uh, and visuals continue to reference, analyze, and celebrate uh, and celebrate and, and be celebrated in academic studies, exhibitions, and film festivals around the globe. It was initially released in 1927. Uh, its influence and social commentary and all the things that I just described are the reason why this film is a landmark in, in film history. Fritz Lang's visionary masterpiece continues to inspire filmmakers and shape science fiction. And honestly, just provokes meaningful conversations on themes that remain relevant today. And I think that's what makes this uh, a good film. That's what makes this a relevant film. And um, I think that's why you should watch it. More than anything else, in terms of what, whether or not it's required, I don't know. Did we see? <laughs> um, in terms of... Uh, who's been booked and busy. And we saw before this film, uh, Fritz Lang uh, was, was already a renowned Austrian and German filmmaker and one of, one of the most influential directors in history, of course, known for this film, but known for his distinctive visual style and exploration of dark and psychological themes. Thea von Harbo, the screenwriter, is a German author and screenwriter who wrote Metropolis, and she also collaborated closely with Fritz Lang uh, and played an essential role in developing the film's story and themes. Bridget Helm uh, is a German actress, portrayed dual roles as Maria, uh, the virtuous mediator between the working class and the elite, and the deceptive robot created in her likeness. Helm's performance showcased her versatility, her versatility and, and uh, contributed to the film's emotional depth. Alfred Abel is a prominent German actor who played the role of Joe uh, Frederson and the powerful, the powerful industrialist who rules over Metropolis. Abel's performance captured the, uh, captured the character's authoritative, authoritative and oppressive nature. That's just a little, little something, something about the cast and the crew. Um, in terms of scene sealers, Bridget Helm as Maria and the robot, uh, Listen, these dual performances as both the virtuous Maria and the seductive robot replica is a true scene stealer. Her ability to embody both characters with distinct personalities and mannerisms adds depth and intrigue to the film, leaving a lasting impression 
at least on me. I mean, it, I think it's really interesting. I think there's a reason why people have, uh, you know, the robot and Maria. Like she, it, it's, it's, if you have never seen this film, and for whatever reason you're still listening or watching this, then you, you definitely need to take a look at what this looks like because it, it's, it's iconic. And it's, you may not even know where you've seen it from, but this is the original place. Oh, in terms of uh, one more scene, so we have the city landscape of Metropolis. I mean, it's visually stunning. This landscape is, it, it's the most scene stealing element of the film, uh, or at least one of anyway. The towering buildings, the intricate ac architecture, and the bustling activity create a mesmerizing backdrop that immerses the audience into this futuristic world that they've never seen before. In terms of fun facts or things that we should know about Metropolis, let's dig right in. The initial film premiere in Berlin was met with mixed reviews, and it went under underwent uh, significant cuts and alterations to the story, as previously suggested. It only isn't until recently, in recent timeline, that uh, recent time, recent history, that this uh, lost footage was be was able to be restored. The current cut of Metropolis was, excuse me, the original cut of Metropolis was over 153 minutes long. The iconic robot of Maria. Uh, also known as, I can't say that word, so I won't, uh, was brought to life using a combination of costume worn by Bridget Helm and a mechanical mannequin. The film's elaborate and sprawling sets were built in, on an unprecedented scale with vast attention to detail. The production team constructed miniatures, models, and extensive cityscape sets uh, that, were, that were meticulously designed. In terms of budget, uh, Metropolis escalated, Metrop the Metropolis budget escalated during production, making it one of the most expensive silent films at its time. Uh, the financial strain of the subsequent alterations to the film, the film's length and structure affected its initial reception. The character of, uh, of Rotwing, the scientist and, and inventor, was partially inspired by the German scientist and oculist Rudolf Steiner. The film's themes and visuals uh, have a lasting impact on science fiction genre. Uh, of course, again, talking about Blade Runner and The Matrix can all be seen uh, its origination right here. The film's score was composed by uh, Gottfried Hubberts and played a significant role in enhancing the film's dramatic tension. I mean, when you're, only, when you're gonna have a silent film, you need some music to go along with it. But Okay, now let's get to it. Is it a required film? In terms of German expressionism, yes, of course it is. In terms of uh, film history, I think yes, of course it is. You don't get you don't get where you are because of uh, sheer luck. I think this movie is a is a movie of its time. The Artist is the most recent silent film of any kind of critical acclaim that I can think of. So we may not want to go that route. But in terms of pushing boundaries, in terms of in terms of doing what you can with what you have. I think Metropolis is a wonderful example. Um, sure, what we have right now is actually infinitely more than what they had in 1927. Uh, but that means that we can always use those elements to create and emphasize the film and the story that we want to tell. So, in all, yeah. So, was I wrong? Was I right? Um, I don't ever care. This is just a bit of a uh, bit of film history for you in terms of German expressionism. Um, if you want to know more, then check out the one about the cabinet of Dr. Calabiri. Um, 
as always, we're quite watching as a film club, folks. So uh, until next time, peace.